All right. So uh, how you doing tonight, man? Doing great. Doing great. Yeah. yeah. No, uh, no watching football tonight. No, no, the Astros are playing right now. Uh, it was tied the last time I saw it and, um, I'm just trying to stay calm yeah. and, uh, and check in as, as often as I can. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, cool, man. So, uh, I'm really excited that we have this opportunity to talk and we had kind of thrown it back and forth a few times about, you know, doing a podcast and, and what that could look like. And I was really excited when you emailed and said, let's do it. Like, otherwise it won't happen. So, and, and that happens to me in a lot of things in my life. If, if I say, yeah, I'm going to do it next week or, you know, let's, let's table it, let's put some notes together. And then it just never comes to fruition. Yeah. Yeah. I've got, uh, I've always got lots of great ideas that I'm trying to come up with, but actually uh, getting the execution part down sometimes is, is a bit of a struggle. And so I'm glad that we're, we're starting to, uh, to get this going. Cause I think it's going to be great for, for us, for um, everyone that we can help. I think it's, we have a, a lot of potential here. Absolutely. Uh, and I think kind of, we we're both on the same page that we envision this uh, space for everyone in the district, um, primarily for teachers to kind of come and share ideas, things that they want us to talk about, uh, that it's not just us all the time coming here and saying, well, let's you know, talk about sports. Let's talk about, you know, the classroom or technology or English, um, that it's really from the public and from our uh, edstituents, as I like to call them, instead of constituents, I call them edstituents. I like that. I like that. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, you know, we are awesome. Let's, let's just put that out there first. Uh, but I would love to have some guests and, and add some people. And, and like you said, hear from the folks, the boots on the ground folks that are really doing the hard work and, and really, um, know what's best for the kids. And I, I think that's, that, that'll be great. Absolutely. Uh, so I guess for our first um, session here, our first little podcast, I wanted us to start uh, each session as often as possible with a candid talk, just real talk. Um, the thing that immediately comes to my mind is a conversation I was having with our coaches at our last uh, coaching academy. And one of the coaches came up to me and she said, Mark, I just, I have to tell you honest. I have to, I have to tell you the truth. And I was like, well, that's, that's great. I mean, that's what I want. You know, I don't, I don't want you to sugarcoat it. So she says, I am, um, sometimes I feel like there's a plan already in place uh, and y'all are going to execute that plan. Uh, and that sometimes our voice maybe isn't heard, that we're not listened to. Uh, and so that really struck a chord with me and it lasted with me and it stayed with me now for the past few days. And I started to think of how often we do that in our own lives but then how that comes into play in our work uh, and how that can be difficult uh, for, for people to interact with us if we have this plan and we let that plan guide us instead of the openness and the conversation part. So I kind of want to just get your feedback on, you know, is it, is it best to have a strict plan and follow that plan and only allow for slight deviations or is it good to have that one-on-one that -on -one at the time? Well, I mean, you have to have a plan um, moving forward, obviously, but we are a large corporation, essentially. And so um, there's lots of people involved and there's lots of ideas being thrown around. And ultimately, um, one person or a small group of people have to create the plan and move forward with it. If you're not 
staying with a plan, then, you know, you're just kind of all over the place and, and not much gets done. Like we talked about the execution of things, my plan to write a novel and to do all these other fantastic things. Um, but sometimes you have to kind of stick a plan and, and, and roll with it. That being said, there always has to be some flexibility built in. We've got to be able to listen to um, the people that we're working with, the people who it matters to the most, and be able to adjust. I know that I was approached by someone recently who um, was kind of disappointed because some of our technology trainings were more on the basic level, and they were a little more advanced than others. And um, and so, you know, I explained to her why we had decided to do specific trainings that we had done. And I told her about some of the one-to-one, uh, one-on-one offerings that we had. And so sometimes, uh, and she was very excited about some of that. And hopefully we can pursue more to kind of differentiate with what we're doing. Um, but that's kind of a training aspect. That's That's not really the overarching plan for how the district is moving or how we're moving with certain things in and out of the classroom. Um, I think with as large of a group as we are in our particular roles, um, I think it's important to have that plan and stick to that plan with some flexibility, but to be able to kind of work with folks uh, on their own, you know, not everyone's the same, just like all of our students in the classroom are not the same. And so we, the, the folks who are helping teachers and um, and everyone be able to help the students need to differentiate everything that we do as well, because we've got thousands of edstituents, right? Yeah, um, and, uh, and we need to be able to help reach all of them, not just uh, a group of them. That's, 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 that's the, that's the rub though, you know, right? That's, um, that's the hard part for, for that teacher and for that uh, individual who came up and said, you know, I feel like these are basic and I want something more. And we're like, well, yeah, there's there's this opportunity and this opportunity. And it's so I think it's so hard when you're planning something to be able to expect for all audiences and all wishes in a room. Um, but I think where it becomes dangerous and I can understand the concern from this coach and from teachers and even for myself is what happens when you're constantly asking for more or you're asking for something different and you get more of the same, you know, that that's, that's dangerous territory. It, it definitely is. It definitely is. Uh, you know, when, when you want more and you're showing more, um, and then you're given the same type of treatment and it's still the same, this is the road that you need to be on, you know, and it's kind of one size fits all type of thing. Um, that's when people get burned out. That's when people stop trying and that's when they, um, and that really affects, affects our kids, which is the most important, uh, part of our jobs. So, um, you know, that's why that individual attention in every aspect, no matter what we're doing is, is so important, but, but it can be difficult. I mean, if we, and I, I say we, if everyone who is creating plans to help teachers is not open to um, adjustments, then we're not going to succeed because we're always going to have people that are going to fall by the wayside. Like you said, it's impossible to, to reach every single person. As, as much as I want 
every single teacher that I've ever worked with to be on Twitter and learning every day and doing all of these great things that a lot of people do, uh, we're not going to reach everyone. Not every teacher is going to listen to this podcast, but, um, but we can reach as many as we can. And by offering more individual attention, we can, you know, reach more than we might without it. I really like how you said adjustment in that because I think so often people get into this stance of, I want to make it better, or I want you to do it uh, how I would do it. And I think allowing that flexibility to say, it's just an adjustment, uh, the possibility that it could be done differently. Um, because you're right, if you're not allowing yourself to know that something could be done differently, then how do you know? I mean, how do you truly know that what you're doing is, is lasting? It has that lasting power. Um, now, I'm not saying like completely throw up everything in the air and say, I'm done. I need all adjustment. I need to change everything. But you're right. You have to have that willingness or we're going to keep getting more of the same. Uh, and that's we can't afford that. I mean, we look at our we look at our district as it is right now and um, we look we can look at data all day long or you can just go into a classroom and you can sit down with a kid for 30 seconds to a minute. Uh, and I would bet for a vast majority that feeling of hating school and not wanting to be there. I had it when I was in school, mm -hmm. um, but I was lucky enough to have those teachers. And it wasn't every teacher, but to have those teachers that made it just a little bit more bearable. You know? uh, and I don't know how often that's happening if we as an organization don't say, okay, let's make some adjustments. Let's see what we can do. I'm not trying to make kids love everything I do, but if I can make it bearable, I mean, that's something. Yeah, there was a, a quote that I used to have up in my classroom, and I never knew who said it. In fact, I believe I heard it on a TV show one night, and I quickly typed it into my phone and printed it out and put it up in my, my class. And um, and it was something along the lines of your maturity comes with recognizing the value in learning something that you hate or that you don't enjoy. Um, when you recognize that I don't like this particular subject, no matter what subject it is, we both have ELA backgrounds. There are a lot of people that cannot stand their English classes. Yeah. And I, you know, I understand that, um, you know, but the, when you recognize the value in that, in the fact that you are learning something that's going to be valuable for you, even though you don't like it, I know math is important, even though it's not my favorite. Uh, and that's what we have to kind of focus on with with students and trying to teach them, you know, hey, this is why this is important, because you're going to use this moving forward. You're going to use these skills in your everyday life and in every single subject. There's so many. Um, the the uh, hot button thing right now is student choice. Everybody has to have student choice with everything. And it's awesome to give kids choices. Uh, but we also have to kind of teach them a, a path that they have to follow. And within that path, give them those choices that they can kind of work through and, and work towards uh, so that they can be successful in all these these areas. We know, like you said, not every class was your favorite, but um, but it, it's you find that you're learning and you're going to use those skills, even though you don't like it sometime in the future. 
I'm, I'm really glad that you focus on student choice because it, it came up in our waiver day uh, not too long ago. A teacher said, look, if we give these students all of these choices, but we don't have something in place as a foundation, are we really preparing them for the world of the future? And it made me think of my own job and what I do. Um, and to be honest, and it's real talk, um, I don't have a lot of choices in my day. Like there's a clear set of expectations and things I need to get done. Um, but when I do get that choice, it's pretty exciting. You know, like it's like, so they'll come up to me and they'll be like, hey, uh, I don't actually have a plan for this, but you know, we want you to run with it and just come up with something great. And I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> no, like, like set rules. It's like, well, you know, within reason, but go create something, do something fantastic. And I'm like, wow, you know, it's exciting to feel that. Um, it'd be great if I could feel that more. Uh, but I do know that there is a nice balance to have sometimes. And it's hard for me to say that because I am such a wild spirit. But <laughs> it is pretty nice to have some foundation in place. Yes, exactly. I mean, if we if everything was open for students, then we wouldn't get anything done. Um, I've had those, I've, I've attempted those assignments in class before where I say, do something valuable or do something that relates to a very broad subject. And they're so used to being spoon fed certain things that there are certain students that take that and run with it and they're, they're awesome at it. But I, and the same goes with adults. When you give my job has a lot of openness to it, to where our bosses come in and say, teach teachers how to embed technology into their classroom, how to integrate technology into lessons, whatever you do, however you do it, just teach teachers. And, you know, we have our, our paths and, and the things that we have to do. But the majority of my job, whenever I'm on my campuses is working with my teachers in whatever way possible. And so that's, it's awesome because I have that choice. Um, and that's really good for for me and my learning style. Um, but there might be some people that struggle with that. They want the, okay, how do you want me to do it? Where do you want me to start? What do you want me to do? And, and sometimes it takes that starting out path to get somebody going, get their feet wet, and then they can jump in the deep end of the, hey, do whatever you want, but just do something valuable. Um, and so, you know, that's how we can work with our students, I think of like genius hour and other awesome things that kids can do where we could start them out with something where we give them this path and they learn so much after by learning things that as they move forward, they can improve that. And by the end of the year, maybe they're just creating their own projects and they're doing their own things. And so maybe it's something we all evolve into with practice um, as we kind of work, work through that choice idea. Absolutely. Um, so I kind of, I kind of want to wrap up just this part of the conversation and just wonder, and I have a wondering and, and you can chime in on it. Um, if this podcast, for example, is an opportunity for us to conversate, to have a discussion, um, what we're asking for teachers when they are listening to possible adjustments to their classroom or administration when we provide some um, adjustments that they can use. I wonder, can conversation and can a discussion like this be a very powerful tool 
for everybody? Like, is it really going to, like some people who think talking doesn't solve anything. They're like, well, if you just talk about it, it doesn't really matter. It always has to be action. You know, I got to see action, action, action. Like some the people who really believe actions are louder than words, where I'm obviously on the fence of words are more powerful than actions. Um, so what do you think? Do you think that this podcast and just having conversations in general can really solve issues and can solve problems and frustrations and anything? Or is it just a bunch of hoopla that we've created to fill time? Well, I mean, it's fun. I, I have fun doing it. But at the same time, I do think it can be very valuable um, because when you bring input, and I think any input that can be had and given um, is, is a good thing. And so if we can take this podcast and listen to the people that we are working with, the people that um, we are trying to help the most, then we can find a way to help. Even if we're only helping, you know, we don't know how many people are going to listen to this, <laughs> but if 10 people listen to it and they're all helped and they're all find a way to grow by listening to it, then I think we've done a great thing. And so um, I think there's a lot of growth potential that we can take because I'm, I'm with you. The words are, are more important sometimes and just being able to, put together ideas that can help people um, is is so, so powerful um, so often. And so I think what we have here could really, really help everyone and, um, and be a great thing for our district, for the educators all around us, for anyone that we could work with. Yes, me, I do too. Definitely, I do too. Um, 